0: Hello and welcome back to episode three of Jake and Benny's Backyard Football.
1: I'm Jake. And I'm Benny. We're
0: here to bring you plenty of free agency news and updates, so stay tuned and enjoy the show. So to start this week's episode off, we're gonna be talking about all the free agency signings. We're gonna go from oldest to the most recent. So first off, uh, this is honestly the biggest news in my opinion, Uh, Drew Brees has officially retired.
1: After 20 seasons playing in the NFL, um, it was really up in the air. People were wondering if he was gonna step away because it took him a while. I mean, honestly, I also want to say I wish he kind of would have retired before free agency started. That might have helped the Saints out a little more. Yeah. I'd like they could have been able to understand what to do with their money, uh, money that they have now. But um, 20 years, um, at least he's going to go be a dad like he wants to be. Uh, he did a great. He had a great career. He's a Hall of Famer for sure. He had so many 5,000 yard seasons. He's You're foolish if you don't say he's one of the top 10 of all time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh- Kinda feel bad for Philip Rivers uh, his retirement kind of just got blown out of the water by Drew Brees, <laughs> but uh, both them great quarterbacks. Uh, Drew Brees definitely top ten of all time. Uh, him and Brady were going neck and necks this whole entire time on all time uh, yards, yards, touchdowns, all that stuff. So uh, really wish that he would have got another Super Bowl. Just. But it's good to see him retire, because honestly, I don't know if his body could take another season of football.
1: Yeah, I think he had that thumb injury from two years ago. And then last year, he like broke his ribs,
0: broke like, like 11 ribs. Yeah, it did. was it was bad. Uh, some more news. Uh, Shaq Barrett has been resigned by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, so honestly, it wasn't that bad of a contract either. It was a little bit expensive, but it won't really hurt the team that much. And he, he deserves the money, honestly. Uh, Malcolm Butler was cut. Uh, last week by the Titans. Um honestly I think we might have talked about him a little bit. he he's not that great of a cornerback. Um
1: not anymore. Not
0: he has that Super Bowl thing that will always get on in history with him. But besides that, Malcolm Butler was kind of just eh. But uh hopefully he finds a new team somewhere else. So going over to the Texans, uh they did sign Mark Ingram, which honestly that's huge for them. Uh we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the Texans a little bit later, but they're kind they were falling apart we all know this so having a player like mark ingram who's a natural leader especially on offense that's gonna help out a lot having a strong running back in the backfield is definitely a good way to start rebuilding your franchise definitely now this next piece of news is going to be a surprise to some people it was kind of a surprise to me but the patriots have re-signed cam newton i'm not sure the exact contract but what do you think about this
1: uh it was a one year 12 million dollars and if i'm being honest i Unlike most people, I'm not surprised. I understand why the Patriots decided to keep him. I, it's pretty clear that it, it might have been just for a tank year because they obviously have a, a lot of money now. I think before free agency started, uh, before the last three days, um, they were top five for cap space. I think they had like 50 mil or something. And then at the start of free agency, they had $72 million in cap space and
0: they spent uh, a lot of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they spent a lot of it. We're going to go over that. Uh, we're going to go over that. But Cam Newton, he had no weapons. He had Nikhil Harry. He had, I don't even know Bird's first name. Uh, he had Ryan Izzo out there. I mean, they're, they're subpar. I mean, they're professionals at least, but... There is a lot of dropped passes and a lot of tipped interceptions by Cam Newton. And it's no, I mean, I won't sit here and say Cam Newton didn't play horribly. There were a lot of games that were questionable that I was wondering if he was even going to be worth re-signing. But Bill Belichick does like to commit to his quarterbacks. He did with Tom Brady for almost 20 years. Um, I think with all the signings that we're going to discuss in a second, Cam Newton has no excuse to put up a good season this season.
0: Something else about Cam Newton is... You gotta think he went into the season with barely any prep time, no really, real p- uh, off season, There's no training team. camp, no preseason, no OTAs. He, he went into the season kind of blind. Now his first four or five games, I believe, they were amazing games. He looked like an MVP quarterback again. Yeah. But then he came down with COVID, and ever since then, he would just kind of bad, so I'm thinking with a whole entire season to really get back on track and learn the playbook 100% with these new guys, that's gonna help him out a lot. Don't forget, he also
1: missed most of the season before with his uh shoulder injury. I think he went down like in like week four or something. Yep. So it's been a long time since he's even played football. So hopefully
0: he can turn it around. Plus there were a good amount of opt-outs as well on the Patriots, so. Especially on the offensive line. Th- they're gonna be a whole different team from last season to this season. This gonna be really cool to see. Uh, Another huge piece of news, honestly. Uh, Aaron Jones found a team. He decided to re-sign with the Packers. I was not surprised by this.
1: Yeah, I wasn't either. I was really hoping that he'd sign with uh, Miami. But Aaron Jones, um, it's great that he re-signed. Obviously, he likes his team. They've obviously got good chemistry with him. And let's not even forget that the Green Bay Packers drafted Aaron Jones in the fifth round. So. Um, I feel like that played a little piece into it because, you know, they were the ones that gave him a chance even so late, so I'm, I'm happy for him, good for him and the Packers
0: Yeah, it's good to see him stay there uh, he works really well at the scheme, he's, he's a great running back uh, so that's good for him so going to the Patriots again um, this is probably the biggest sign they got, was uh, John Smith now, this raises some concerns for the Titans for me, honestly, I'll get into that a little bit later, but uh they got Jonu Smith, which he was one of the best tight ends last season. Uh, he, it was his breakout year. I think he was top seven or something like that. He was a really good tight end. So that's going to be huge for them because you know how much uh, the Patriots love their tight ends. I mean, yeah.
1: The best tight end combo in history was when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Um, we might be able to see that with Jonu Smith and another player that they signed that we'll bring up in a minute.
0: Uh, the other player actually is Hunter Henry now. Hunter Henry, I think he was the third best uh, tight end in the league behind Darren Waller or behind Darren Waller and uh, Travis Kelsey. So having Hunter Henry and John New Smith is going to be such a huge advantage for them. Uh, as, As we just said, they love their tight ends. This might honestly be the best tight end room since Gronk and Hernandez. Definitely, for sure. Uh, they also
1: signed Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills is a great safety. He's good on the return game. Uh, he's a good player overall. So, I'm glad they were able to work something out. Um, Jalen Mills is probably wanting to leave uh, ever since. Yeah, he probably wanted to leave the Jets as soon as Jamal Adams left. So, good for them.
0: Uh, one more Patriots player is uh, Nelson Aguilar now. This wide receiver, he was a, he was a bust when he played for uh, Philly, he was not good. Um, he, he turned it around. He turned it around in Vegas. I mean, he was a great receiver, not great. He was above average receiver. He wasn't great, but he was definitely the best wide receiver on the team. Now I'm kind of surprised the Raiders let him walk like that considering how much he contributed to them. But I don't know. Uh, Another receiver actually that the Patriots picked up was Kendrick
1: Bourne as well. Oh yeah. The San Francisco 49ers. He is a perfect wide receiver for Bill Belichick. I think he's really calm, timid, and humble. And that is definitely the build for a Bill Belichick receiver. I think there's going to be, if Cam Newton uses it right, it's definitely going to be one of the best offenses in the league.
0: Now... Besides the Patriots, the Browns also made a pretty impressive move for their secondary. Uh, Do you want to go in depth with that? Yeah, so they
1: picked up safety John Johnson, and my big thing here was I'm glad that they finally addressed safety, because if you if you're a Browns fan like me and you watched the games, you know Andrew Sandejo was the worst safety in the league. I think he I think his quarterback rating was 127.5. So quarterbacks were just throwing on him all day and all night. We saw that in the Kansas City game before Patrick Mahomes got taken out. We've seen it in plenty of other games. So hopefully John Johnson can win the start. And I also kind of hope that the Browns will address safety in the draft as well. Hopefully go get someone young to bring in for sure. But that's my take on it. If well needed.
0: Yeah, definitely. That was a position they lacked. And honestly, the Browns, they could be a Super Bowl team next season. I mean, it feels weird just saying that. But we saw how they played in the uh, AFC division round. They did really good. And they killed the Patriots in the wildcard round. So the Browns are an up-and-coming team. And i that would probably be a hot take further down the road for me. Uh, now the Jaguars made a lot of moves, especially from Seahawks players. Now they signed uh, three players in free agency so far, uh, three big name players anyways, and all three came from the Seahawks. The first one is uh, Philip Dorsett. Now he was out the whole entire season due to an ankle injury, I believe, uh, but he's a really fast receiver. He's a, He's I think 28 now. So he's gonna be a great addition for that team, especially considering they're in that rebuild stage right now. Yeah, so they also signed uh, Carlos uh, Carlos Hyde, which is gonna be huge for them because- uh,
1: It'll take some weight off of James Robinson because he definitely carried that offense last See, especially if you had him in fantasy like I did, picked him up off waivers, definitely saved you in a couple games.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then they signed two more players, uh, Shaquille Griffin, which that's pretty big because Shaquille Griffin is an above average cornerback. Uh, so having him on your defense is gonna be good. And then with Shaquille comes also his younger brother, Shaquim. Actually, twins. <laughs> uh, with Shaquille comes Shaquem. Uh, they just go. They just go together. So uh, that's gonna bring a new kind of culture to that defense because in it's, Seattle, you look at them; they were just a feel-good story, honestly. Yeah, they they already have a lot of chemistry, clearly, especially
1: with the other players that they're bringing in. So hopefully, that's a step in the right direction for Jacksonville.
0: Exactly. So the Jets also signed, or the Jets signed Corey Davis, which that's gonna be huge. Uh, Corey Davis, he also kind of had a little bit of a breakout season as well for the Titans.
1: Yeah, my take on Corey Davis real quick. uh, The Titans drafted him in the first round very high in his draft. Mm -hmm. And Corey Davis did not produce for his first three years. He did jack nothing for the Titans. But his fourth season, he had plenty of 100-yard games. Uh, Again, I I picked him up off waivers in fantasy. And he did amazing. Corey Davis, um, if he plays like he did in that fourth year... He's going to definitely be good on the Jets, and I have high hopes for him. I think it's a good sign.
0: So this brings me to something else I want to talk about. The Titans, honestly. They have made little to no moves at all in this free agency, and they lost two of I mean, they lost John New Smith and Corey Davis, which honestly, pretty much their whole entire receiver core besides uh, AJ Brown, obviously, which he's a young, great player. But I'm just kind of curious on how that offense is going to run. I mean, we all kind of know that they're, they're centered around Derrick Henry. I mean, who wouldn't be? He's amazing yeah top running back in the league but definitely yeah for sure but at the same time like teams are catching up to that i mean we saw it in the in the wild card around the ravens they caught up to that really fast it's just we saw it against the browns too they really the Browns as well it's they can't rely on derrick henry as much anymore which is a sad reality they have to face by letting these players walk that's going to be a huge loss for them honestly yeah because they're going to have to put more focus on to derrick
1: henry now here's something what if the titans trade up in the draft and they grab kyle
0: pitts that would be pretty huge for them um honestly they've already lost so much already in free agency i don't know what they could trade away that's the thing that's true uh but we'll have to see that's gonna be that's gonna be one of the more interesting teams to follow just in this last week they became one of my top teams to follow during free agency um besides that uh the saints did resign uh, re-sign, uh james winston which i know you're a huge winston fan Um, So that's cool to see. I honestly kind of hope he gets the job over Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill, he did sign a new contract. It's pretty big as well. I think four years, I'm not sure the exact amount. So
1: it's four years and keep in mind, all four of these years are those voidable years to Mm -hmm. help the cap space. So they're voidable years. So we don't even know if he's even gonna work out with the saints, he might just get cut or he might get traded and it'll work out just fine. But it is $140 million.
0: That's a lot of money for a tight end. I'm calling him a tight end because he's not a quarterback.
1: Yeah, we Um, saw it in that game against Denver as well.
0: Yeah, I like Taysom Hill. I think he's a good player at what he does. He's good for the trick plays. He can throw a ball, I'm not gonna lie, but he's like 30 years old, a little over 30 years old. You have him as a quarterback, it's just not gonna work out. Jameis Winston, uh, we know he wasn't that great. 30 for 30, that's a historic stat, but not a really good one. Now at the same time, Jameis Winston throws huge, he throws good, like he has a lot of yards. Yeah, he had had a
1: 5,000, I think all time for uh, yards in a season, I think he's in that top five
0: because of that season. Exactly, now, something I just find super funny is, before or after that season, he got eye surgery to fix his eyes. Now, how are you gonna be an NFL quarterback and now just getting that eye just surgery? Just
1: rest that, I know
0: that's crazy. <laughs> That'd be like my first thing to do as soon as I get that paycheck. But uh, his first
1: throw after that season, to be fair, was a
0: dot, with a beautiful touchdown, yeah. yeah, against the Buccaneers. So it's cool to see that. Um, hopefully, he gets a job. And I like Taysom Hill, don't get me wrong, but I like him as the trick play player he really is. Uh, the Chiefs did release Damon Williams, which was one of the running backs. Honestly, I'm not very surprised by this. They have Le'Veon Bell and young Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think it's a good move by them. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, now, this is something I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, it kind of relates to the next story as well. Russell Wilson is going to stay in Seattle for this season. It's been pretty much confirmed. Uh, I don't,
1: I, honestly, I don't think there's
0: much to be said about this. I mean, yeah. like, if you even thought, all right, so
1: let's say that Russell Wilson actually did get traded. The the Seattle Seahawks would have had to suffer $40 million in cap just to trade him. And not only that, but there's not enough teams that could even match what the Seattle Seahawks would look for if they were even looking to trade. Uh, Russell Wilson and
0: obviously it came out that they didn't even want to trade him. They weren't accepting phone calls, but supposedly John Schneider was listening to phone calls and stuff. But then Pete Carroll went in and said, we were not in a stage to rebuild yet. Um, I was talking to one of my friends the other day. We were arguing about this whole entire thing. You're stupid if you think that the Seahawks need to rebuild at this point, they have a stacked roster. They only have one problem. That's the offensive line, maybe the secondary as well, but Russell Wilson. They're not in the stage to rebuild. You don't just get rid of your franchise quarterback like that. A Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame. Yeah. Honestly, potentially a first ballot Hall of Famer as well. Now uh so Pete Carroll actually kinda stuck up for Wilson, which honestly I was a little bit surprised to see because I feel like Pete Carroll's really prideful and he wouldn't really take all this really lightly, but it was much needed. It it was. Hopefully Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson can work together work together this offseason. Uh now the Bears that's my next story. So the Bears actually reached out to the Seahawks about a potential trade. It was three first-round picks uh, and I believe a third-round pick and two players. One of them was Khalil Mack. Now, that trade, that's a really tempting trade. But at the same time, that would have sent shockwaves through the NFL. That would have be been game. probably the biggest story of the offseason uh, by far now. The last five years, even. It, yeah, this one. Would, this would be probably the biggest story of the decade honestly it but it just didn't go through seahawks weren't ready to trade russell wilson and honestly that trade it seems like a lot for russell wilson and it it, it definitely is it, I think. it definitely is a lot uh but at the same time like you're gonna be getting a player who's able to work around all of the negatives like a O line which the bears have so it might be worth it, but at the same time, you're basically just giving away your whole entire future. The Bears need to focus on rebuilding. That does not include getting a quarterback that might not even want to re- like stay with your team after a few years. And not only
1: that, they'd be giving away a handful of
0: picks anyway. That's not good. Like
1: a team that's rebuilding, you need all the picks you can get to go mm-hmm. draft those players, help rebuild your team. It's in the name. Um, and getting rid of Khalil Mack as well. That would be such a loss for them. It really would be. They definitely need when it when his contract comes to expire, they definitely need to throw some money at him for that allegation. And if I was if I was kilomack I'd be pissed, honestly. But actually, yeah, the Bears uh, they they didn't give up on getting a quarterback. They actually went out and signed Andy Dalton of <laughs> all quarterbacks they could have shopped for. To
0: be honest, imagine going to sleep as a Bears fan with Russell Wilson dreams and waking up to hear about Andy Dalton. Uh, the Red Rifle. That might be one of the worst signs ever um i don't like the bears quarterbacks at all Uh, they are historically bad at quarterbacks i mean mitch Trubisky. uh they could have gotten deshaun watson they traded up in the draft they could have gotten mahomes or deshaun watson but they settled on Trubisky. they've never had like their best quarterback is jay Cutler. um not much more i could say they're just they i would hate to be a bears fan and not only that they're
1: throwing 12 million dollars at Um, Andy Dalton to play quarterback, but they're also throwing $8 million at Nick Foles, so it's clear that there's going to be a quarterback battle in Chicago yet again for another season, which is really unfortunate. Like you said, as a Bears fan, I'd be really disgusted with that.
0: And keep in mind, they signed Andy Dalton. This man could not beat Ben DiNucci for the starting job in Dallas. I
1: know, he kept getting subbed in and out for Ben DiNucci. That's really unfortunate, to be honest.
0: It's just a mess over there. Uh... Anyways, uh, the Seahawks signed Akela Witherspoon. He was their kind of answer for Shaquille Griffin losing. He played a few seasons in uh, San Francisco, I believe. He was a pretty solid corner. Uh, he was actually ranked higher than Shaquille, so it might be seen as an upgrade. Uh, the Bills actually kind of made a big move. They signed Emmanuel Sanders now. Emmanuel Sanders is old. He's kind of regressing, but at the same time, he didn't have a bad season last year with the Saints. He honestly kind of had to carry because Michael Thomas has hurt so much. Um, they're a dangerous team. They definitely are. Emmanuel Sanders is
1: a sleeper Hall of Fame wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I think I think he won't get inducted like first ballot or right away. But I think further in when they kind of like run out of people to like induct in the Hall of Fame, I could see them throwing Emmanuel Sanders in there because I think he's just that good. He had a phenomenal career in Pittsburgh, a phenomenal career in Denver. And then he did really solid with the Saints, like you said. Also, he played pretty well for the Niners as well. Oh, yeah, he did. He was in the Super Bowl. And if Jimmy G didn't overthrow him, he would have caught the game-winning touchdown. Yep. But he's in Buffalo now alongside Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs. I think Josh Allen is going to have a field day. We might even see a 5,000-yard season by Josh Allen with this signing alone.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's a huge step up. I don't even know who the third man was last season, but having a a wide receiver room like that, like Stephon Diggs is a young, amazing top wide receiver, wide top receiver. three wide receiver. Cole Beasley, he's super underrated. I mean, there was a point last season when he was beating Julio Jones in touchdowns, DK Metcalf in receptions, AJ Brown in yards, and he was beating a D-hop in yards per catch. He's a good receiver, very underrated, and then now you're bringing in Emmanuel Sanders, as you said, a potential Hall of Famer. That's going to set them up, and Josh Allen should be really happy with this. It's a good time to be a Bills fan. Uh, So, Puna Ford at the Seahawks has been re-signed. Honestly, he's a solid D-lineman. He's not really amazing, but I wouldn't call him underrated or overrated. I'm I'm glad he's back in Seattle. He definitely makes a difference on that team. Uh, Now, another wide receiver uh, signing. I'm not a huge fan of this one. I know a lot of people are kind of going crazy about it, but I'm not really big on this one. A.J. Green to the Cardinals. Now, I like the Cardinals wide receivers as they are. They have DeAndre Hopkins, amazing second best wide receiver in the league in my opinion they have uh christian kirk solid wide receiver and then andy isabella plus the legend larry fitzgerald they have already a good enough wide receiver room aj green is not that good he's washed he's very injury prone i just don't see this being very beneficial
1: yeah you're right uh i think aj green might have the skill set to still start in the nfl but The thing is definitely injuries he only played two games last year and i think the year before he played like seven um it's just i don't know uh i hope it works out for the cardinals but i could totally see it misfiring
0: yeah i don't know maybe i i don't blame him i mean the Bengals are a horrible organization maybe he just didn't feel motivated to play over there the cardinals are a young up-and-coming team so maybe he'll try a lot harder and maybe he'll play better. But honestly, I'm not a fan of that signing. I think AJ Green is honestly at the end of his career. Um. Anyways, uh, Trent Williams was re-signed by the 49ers. That's probably one of the bigger uh, re-signs of the year. I think he's the highest paid offensive lineman in history now.
1: Funny enough, by $10,000, I guess- By
0: $10,000, yeah. I
1: think he did it on purpose to spite the previous one. I forgot his name, but they had a whole conversation about it. It was a real wholesome, funny thing going yeah, on. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trent Williams, He's been a fantastic tackle. Uh, Let's not forget that he had cancer in, I think, his brain Mm -hmm. while he was playing with the football team, and even though he kept going to the team doctor saying, I've got something wrong with me, I think there's something wrong with me, Uh, my head hurts, Uh, they kept dismissing him. They didn't want to give him any attention, and... Obviously he had cancer in his brain and he was able to get that removed and everything worked out just fine. But obviously you don't want to go back to that team. No. So he held out an entire season and then he got picked up by the 49ers, had a tremendous season. Everybody knew he was going to be good, but I don't think we understood how much of an impact he was having on that team. Yeah. He was going out, he was getting blocks. It was, it was great. Um. So seeing him re-signed as the highest paid tackle in the league, I think it's really great for him. I'm really happy about this.
0: I totally agree um now this next story uh nothing's been confirmed yet it's just a lot of allegations so i'm not entirely sure the whole entire story it's really iffy at this point uh but watson there's a lot of allegations out for him about like sexual misconduct and just stuff like that um i i really don't uh yeah what what do you have to say about this
1: i mean allegedly he asked the masseuse to do other kind of favors for him and uh, allegedly there are text messages where he apologized um
0: i think 10 other women
1: came forward about allegations as well something like that and that's definitely i mean i don't want to say it's good for Deshaun watson because that's a terrible thing yeah to do as a, if it's true i mean he's disgusting he's just going to be ben roethlisberger 2.0 mm. but um at least this will give some leeway for him to go to another team
0: yeah, again, if this is all false allegations, then it wouldn't be the worst thing for him. But at the same time, I, I feel I am i don't really want to say too much about this stuff right now because we're not really sure entirely what's going on. Uh, I hope the situation goes through. I hope these are false accusations because we'll
1: cover the story when the time comes.
0: Because, yeah, I respect Watson a lot as a player and he's done a lot of cool stuff. But I don't know, just stuff like this. I, I hope it's false allegations. Um, But... Other news besides that, uh, the Panthers are locked in on Deshaun Watson, which I it's just not happening. Why would I don't know? Watson doesn't want to go there.
1: Yeah, it came out that he in between his agent said that he was in between two teams, the Denver Broncos and the San Francisco Forty ers mm-hmm. I think both those teams make sense for him. Uh, so I don't I don't know what the Panthers could offer to even try
0: to get Deshaun Watson. Exactly. They also uh, signed Tyrod Taylor as well, which is kind of a surprise to me.
1: On a one year
0: 12 mil. I feel like he's just going, I feel like he's an ex Fitzpatrick. I I feel like he's definitely
1: a good bridge.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So besides that, um, the Chiefs- I'm
1: sorry. I also want to say this real quick. Um, Even if the Panthers did try to trade for Deshaun Watson, um, some people thought that they would, they could offer Christian McCaffrey in the deal. But after the Texans signing um, Mark Ingram and then now signing Philip Lindsay,
0: uh, it, it.
1: it's it's just it's unrealistic. So the Panthers, I I hate to say it, but they have no chance.
0: No, not at all. Uh, so the Chiefs signed uh, Kyle Long. He's an offensive lineman. They gave him a pretty good contract as well, which. Uh, It's good to see that Mahomes is really being listened to over there because we we all saw the Super Bowl. We talk about this every week. It was a mess for Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes tried to make it work. There was so many great passes by him, but the line just could not help him out at all. So that's good to hear for them. I think they also re-signed another person. I'm not sure who though. Uh, Washington is to sign Curtis Samuel, which would be good for them. Uh, The Vikings now, they signed Patrick Peterson. I don't know how to feel about this. I mean,
1: I mean Patrick Peterson, he's good. Uh, if you, whether you put him in the slot, he can't really take on uh, wide receiver wins anymore. Put him on the second or put him in the slot. I think he's solid. Patrick Peterson is an aging cornerback in the league. Uh, phenomenal career, Hall of Famer for sure. But we'll see how he does with the Vikings. Uh, I'm not... It's a one-year deal, so I'm not assuming that he's going to ball out or anything. I just think he's just playing his last few years.
0: Yeah. Uh, The Browns uh, re-signed wide receiver Rashad Higgins, which good for them. He's a solid wide receiver, I mean. He had plenty of big plays. Plenty of big plays. And overall, Baker Mayfield has a good wide receiver core. Uh, I'd be happy if I were the Browns right now. Uh, Patriots safety Patrick Chung retired after uh, not playing this season. He decided to hang up the cleats. Uh, He had an amazing career. Uh, he's probably he was one of the best safeties in the league at one point so it sucked to see it sucks to see him go but it i, I wish him the best it's crazy to see all these um players retire that we all kind grew of grew up watching
1: to. yeah grew up watching grew accustomed to it's crazy seeing them all go with philip rivers drew Brees, and now yeah. patrick chung i mean i mean it's crazy to see we're entering a new age of the nfl
0: yep uh, so, the Seahawks uh, re-signed fullback Nick Bellore. He was a pro bowler uh, last year, I believe, the year before as well. Uh, he honestly is pretty important for the special team, so that's good to see. Now, the Chargers, they signed Jared Cook. Uh,
1: I, in my personal opinion, this is a great replacement for Hunter Henry. I'd rather have Hunter Henry, but if I'm Justin, if I'm Justin Herbert, I'm still satisfied with what I have.
0: Now, Jared Cook's not a bad tight end. He's just kind of a toxic player. Yeah, and some people would blame the loss on him in the nfc divisional round yeah uh, he had that drop catch yeah the drop catch he, the he fumbled fumble it just people put all the momentum was the Saints side until that happened honestly so it's crazy how he messed up that game for the saints and they
1: uh let him go right away but then marcus williams lets up the uh, minneapolis miracle and he's still on the
0: team he's still on the roster <laughs> and that was a lot worse than a fumble yep. um now the raiders they are a mess right now uh they we're gonna talk about them a little bit right here so the raiders are gave marcus mariota a choice to take an eight million dollar pay cut or he's gonna get cut or traded now i don't like that yeah it's really it's really scummy if i'm it really totally is.
1: honest it's not it's not a good thing to just go up and like demand a player to take and and if you're in Mar- marcus Mariota's position you can't really say no to that because not many other teams even gave Mariota a shot and i don't think any team would give him a shot today uh maybe the football team but i don't know i think the situation with him in, in las vegas is actually more uh, more realistic um yeah it's really unfortunate that they had to give him this ultimatum
0: if i'm gonna be honest i'm leaving if i'm marcus Mariota now I' so we talked about this a few times. This is probably the biggest quarterback offseason we've seen in a long time. Uh, Marcus Mariota played that game uh, this season. I forgot who it was against, but he balled out. He I had mean, a great game. He had a great game now. Shades of when he played at Oregon. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's He's a risky player to sign now. He played one game, but he had a great game now. The Titans, when he played for them, you could say it was miscoached. He was misused Just and with how much quarterback drama there is going on right now, I would be confident enough to leave. And at least he's a, he's a good enough player to get a backup spot somewhere else. For sure. He's not appreciated enough in Oakland or sorry, Las Vegas. He should leave. I think. I think so too. And I don't know
1: what the Raiders are doing. Um, because obviously even if Marcus Mariota were to play, it's not like he has an offensive line to (laughs) play with. Uh, He used to. Yeah. Uh, they traded their center Rodney Hudson to Arizona. Uh, they traded a tackle to Seattle. No,
0: yep. And I don't. I'm not sure his name, but he was pretty solid in lining up single
1: slack last season. Yep. They traded a guard as well. I think it was the right one. But regardless, they're down three offensive linemen, and they re-signed or they signed
0: Kenyon Drake when to, they have Josh Jacobs, which
1: makes no sense because uh, Josh Jacobs was um, an every-down running back. He played at almost every snap. So bringing in Kendrick uh, Kenyon Drake break for uh, a multi-million dollar deal. I mean, that just I don't know what John Gruden is doing over there.
0: Yeah, they honestly they start looking good again. They have playoff hopes and now it just, they you take away their whole entire offensive line, their wide receiver one, you have quarterback drama now. You sign Kenny Drake, who honestly didn't have an impressive season last year. I don't know what they're doing. I don't. And
1: it's crazy to see. It's crazy to think that in the last 10 years uh, the Raiders have only had one winning season.
0: You could honestly say that the Raiders are the worst team like of like the 2000s. The Browns get a lot of hate, but they've had more than one winning season, I believe. At the least, yeah. But the Raiders, they're just not good anymore. Um, I think people, I, I don't know. I've never liked the Raiders. I think that they've had a lot of dirty plays. They've had a lot of dirty passes. Definitely I'm not just, too big of a fan of the franchise. Definitely not. Uh, now Josh Allen's job might be in trouble. Uh, the Buffalo Bills signed the NVP Mitch Trubisky. Um, I I don't know how to. I mean, okay, I I don't mind Mitch Trubisky. I think he's a he's not good. Uh, he kind of had a rough start to his career, but he, he. I mean, for the time that he played with the Bears, he went five and one. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it's like. I, I kind of want to give him some slack because the bill or sorry the bears are not well a coach Nagy is a horrible coach, their offensive or sorry their uh, GM isn't good they're just not a good franchise right yeah, now. Yeah, the chemistry on offense with
1: Allen Robinson wanting to leave even though being franchise tagged, Yeah, um, it's just not there obviously. Um, it, so it's a good thing that he's out and I think backing up josh allen that's going to be a great opportunity for uh now what i predict for Trubisky's career although i do like him and i think that he might if he had been put in a better situation he might have been just a little better um i think he's going to be just our next bridge quarterback that we see you know how we see tyrod taylor going around we see ryan fitzpatrick going around and uh, even like drew Locke when he stepped in for the broncos he went five and one i think if you have a quarterback go down with injury As a fan, I'd be more than happy to have Mitch Trubisky back up because he was at least a starter. and He he was a pro bowler
0: at that. Yeah. um, I don't know about that whole entire situation. I think backing up Josh Allen is going to be huge for him because we saw Josh Allen evolve into this player he is now. I mean, last season, the season before, he's called a bust. Nobody really liked him that much. But look at him now. He was the MVP candidate. So hopefully being able to work under something like that under a good coach is going to help him out a lot. Um, Now the Dolphins, they actually signed Will Fuller, which is huge for them. Uh, Will Fuller was a a really good wide receiver. I think he was top 10 in the league last season before uh, he was suspended for uh, PEDs, I believe. Um, So the Dolphins honestly are a good team. Uh, They went 10 and six and barely missed the playoffs. Uh, They're lacking in the wide receiver spot. So that's going to be a huge addition for them. This
1: is a great way to address wide receiver because... Everybody was saying they're one wide receiver and one running back away. They've got their wide receiver. and I think Will Fuller is more than good enough to have on your team. So maybe they could still go and draft one with a later pick in this upcoming draft. And maybe they can go get uh, Najee Harris and have that be their running back. That'd be phenomenal. They'd have a great young team to go off of right there.
0: So uh, this is probably my favorite story of the week right here. Uh, Fitzpatrick was signed to the football team. Now I love Fitzpatrick. I think he's a cool guy. He's funny. Um, He's probably the best teammate ever. I mean he's just totally fine yeah being a bridge quarterback he goes wherever he's needed teaches the young guys and then leaves um has a winning season it seems like every time (laughs) yeah fitzpatrick i wish he was able to get a shot a legitimate shot somewhere when he was younger he's an older guy now he's gonna retire soon but i think the football team's gonna be good for him football team has a good defense they're a young team they have terry mclaurin antonio gibson they have a stacked offense honestly and i think Ryan Fitzpatrick is just as they need. Ryan Fitzpatrick is able to go into any system and do fine.
1: Yeah. He's a perfect raw quarterback. Um, and the, the football team went into the playoffs and while, while they did lose, um, they showed that, you know, they played with Alex Smith and they played with uh Heineke and I'm not saying that they're bad quarterbacks by all means. Heineke did really good. He signed a two year deal. Um, now, It's obvious that the football team doesn't need a franchise quarterback to be good with the team that they have right now. So I think Fitzpatrick, if you plug him in and you have him start, I'd be more than fine with it.
0: And maybe they'll make the playoffs. I mean, the NFC least is a horrible, they're (laughs) a horrible division. I mean, uh, their best team didn't even have a positive record. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with Dak back, I could see that changing. I think it's gonna be a really tough battle between uh the i honestly every team except the giants i don't like the giants right now daniel jones worst quarterback in football right now but besides that uh jalen hurts ryan fitzpatrick and dak Prescott. that's gonna be a really interesting division this year it could go either way between those three i think um so where am i uh the panthers signed former uh seahawks wide receiver david moore david moore was he was pretty good in the seahawks uh He's a solid wide receiver three, so it's going to be cool to see him in, Pan- in the Panthers' role, play a, a more major role. Um, the Texans signed Desmond King as well. So the Seahawks also re-signed their uh, center, Ethan Pokich. I believe he's a center or a guard. Uh, so they're addressing that offensive line. Um, now, the Broncos are expected to pursue uh, cornerback Kyle Fuller. That'd be great for them because cornerback is what they need to address. And
1: they already, all right, imagine this, getting Ronald Darby from the football team and then grabbing Kyle Fuller to pair that with them. That's going to be insane. That's going to be insane. That's going to be the best, like, secondary in the league, I predict, if that happens. With Justin Simmons as well, that's 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 phenomenal. And they restructured Justin Simmons' contract as well to keep him for
0: longer, it seems like. Yeah, so that's going to be huge for them. Honestly, the Broncos are going to be an up-and-coming team. We kind of hyped them up last year, but tons of injuries. Maybe maybe they can trade up and grab a quarterback this year. Because Drew Locke, I hate to say it. I love Drew Locke. I think he's funny. He seems like a cool guy, but he's just not the answer. He's not good,
1: unfortunately. Uh, the Broncos had to dumb down their offense for him. And as a quarterback, that is not a good sign. It's never a good sign to have your offense dumbed down.
0: No, especially... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're kind of a mess on the quarterback spot right now, but everything else is honestly stacked. Uh, that's a perfect place to go if you're a quarterback. I think Mac Jones is a good spot. I can see I, that. I can see it. Uh, so the Titans are going to sign Bud Dupree. Um, that's like the only move they made this whole entire free agency. So that's kind of good for the them. He's getting the linebacker, an yeah,
1: linebacker. Exactly. He was good. He was good with the Steelers, but he kind of went and flopped with Jacksonville.
0: Yep. Uh the Bengals uh, are going to release longtime veteran uh, Geno Atkins. Uh, this, I don't know.
1: It makes sense. He's, re- he's getting really old. And while he's
0: a phenomenal defensive lineman, um, kind of like Patrick Peterson, he's just going to go somewhere and finish out his career. Exactly. Uh, as we just talked about, Justin Simmons is extended. Uh, he's going to be making $61 million over four years. That's a steal for a guy like that. Uh, he's honestly arguably the best safety in the league. So, that just really secures it. Now, this kind of brings up a concern I had about uh, potentially trading for Watson. I don't see them trading away Justin Simmons anymore, which that was probably the strongest like chance they had of getting him. Uh, I had this mock uh, thing, I a mock trade of Justin Simmons, Bradley Chubb, and two first round picks and a later round pick as well for Watson, but I just don't see that happening anymore. Uh, Who knows
1: they're going after Kyle Fuller. What if they just throw Ronald Darby in the back?
0: Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Uh, Now the Steelers say that they decided to re-sign Juju for a one-year contract. One year, eight mil. One year, eight mil. Now, he had offers from the Chiefs and the Ravens, but he chose to go with the Steelers again. Now, that just shows loyalty, in my opinion. Um, I like to see it. I think Juju... I don't know. I have a lot of mixed opinions about Juju. Part of me likes him, but also I just think he's so annoying on social media. He's just—I mean—I
1: kind of like that he's open about like who he is and what he likes and all that stuff. But there's a time and place for it. I mean, yeah, there's a time and place for it. Uh, He's worrying too much about being a celebrity and a football player. Now he's a solid starting wide receiver. I mean, his rookie year. Um, he won team like Player of the year I mean he mm-hmm. That rookie year With him and Antonio Brown That was crazy Juju was exploding I, I loved him This last year Not too big of a fan If I'm being honest He was He was mid He wasn't really that well I mean coach He wasn't I don't know It just was not a good fit In my opinion But He's coming back So like you said That's a good sign of loyalty And Hopefully They can get Big Ben out of the picture But if any other quarterback comes in, I think Juju will be a great wide receiver to throw to. I'd be more than happy to be uh, to have Juju Smith Schuster to throw to.
0: Yeah, and Chase Claypool. That's not bad. That's a really young wide receiver core. Not bad. Uh, anyways, uh, the Bears are going to sign Desmond Chufon. Uh He's a phenomenal corner as well. Yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, again, he's just going to be
1: going somewhere to finish out his career. He's mm. starting to get up there. He's not too old just yet, but he's definitely starting to get out there. Still a solid corner. So, I mean, he's going to the Bears. So hopefully it goes well.
0: Yeah. Now, this piece of news honestly kind of surprised me. It was one of the more surprising of the week. Uh, Chris Carson actually resigned the Seahawks. Now, I did not see this happening. There were so many rumors throughout the week. I mean, Chris Carson seemed like he wasn't very happy in Seattle. Uh, he wanted to leave. He's very, I don't know. He... Didn't really want to seem like he, he didn't really seem like he wanted to stay. Uh, there was actually saying there's a lot of rumor saying that there was a really close deal with the dolphins, but I guess it just didn't go through. Now it's just a two year extension, but honestly, that kind of solves a problem for the Seahawks. The Seahawks are going to have a huge running back problem. it's been proven that he, the Seahawks are better when he's on the field with them, uh, Chris Carson, I think is a little bit over Uh He is injury prone, which is a problem, but besides that. It's true, whenever he's on the field, the Seahawks are a lot better of a team. Um, now, there's one more piece of news for you guys. Uh, the Texans did sign Philip Lindsay today. Now, I was sad to hear him leave the Broncos. I mean, they did
1: him dirty. They really did. I hate to say it, but they, I mean, he was a Colorado native, uh, born and raised. He went to CU Boulder. I mean, he's a phenomenal running back and they already did him dirty when they were picking up. They told him that they wanted to draft him and the draft came and went. And they didn't even call Philip Lindsay. Mm. Now, uh, interviews came out that Philip Lindsay said he was angry. He said he didn't want to play for Denver after that. He was really fed up with Denver, but they were able to explain to him why they couldn't draft him and. They signed him as an undrafted free agent. Now, if you've been keeping up with the Broncos, Philip Lindsay has been a bright spot. Um well, a person I talked to, a Denver Broncos fan said that they feel that they didn't give Philip Lindsay the time to play last season. Now no. they did bring up Melvin Gordon and he did have some good plays, but I do agree with that. They didn't give Philip Lindsay a true a true start. Now the Broncos have been known to have strong running backs. I mean, the jersey that um, Philip Lindsay wore was worn by their Hall of Fame running back uh, Terrell Davis. Um, they actually retired that number, and Philip Lindsay. Asked Terrell Davis himself if he could unretire the number and wear it in honor of him and TD was more than happy to let that happen. Uh, Philip Lindsay was a, a phenomenal running back. I do uh, his style uh, short and quick isn't my type of running back and I think that's why he's not in Denver anymore but he didn't deserve to go out the way he did it came out that they both came with a mutual agreement so it kind of seems like they offered him some money and he didn't think it was worth it and to end up in houston of all places it's really unfortunate i i was really sad to hear about this story
0: yeah it's was it his second year this is the second year right i think third uh third year i believe wasn't he made the pro bowl as an undrafted rookie which that's surprising i mean it's really hard to do that i bet
1: and you don't even want to sign him back
0: yeah it's he has so much potential he was hurt he had turf toe this season give him one more year I, i don't like that um the, if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm not happy about this right now because yeah, most of them aren't. A yeah,
1: lot of, I uh, I was scrolling through Facebook and I went to the Don uh, the Denver Broncos Facebook page where they announced Philip Lindsay's leaving and. Uh, I don't want to go out and say anything bad about the Broncos fans, but they're kind of one-sided with certain things. But this one, I was really surprised they weren't. There were a lot of heartfelt messages in that comment section. They said wherever he go, uh, wherever he goes, his young spark will carry on to that team. And a lot of players, a lot of fans were saying that they're still going to be a fan of Philip Lindsay wherever he goes. So that just shows that the Broncos really
0: took a loss here. It really does. Everybody liked him. I mean, what's not to like? He was, a, yeah, a young star. Uh, I don't know. I hope he does good with with Houston. I don't really. Yeah, they're a struggling
1: organization,
0: so uh, I, I hope the best. I hope. Yeah, the best I hope the him. best for him. Uh, if not, if not, if he doesn't have a good year this year, hopefully, he can find a better team next year. Uh,
1: one more thing I want to go over: um, we haven't heard any news about Kenny Galladay. Um, he hasn't signed with anybody, <laughs> but we have a funny story that we'd like to discuss. So. He got flown out to go meet with the New York Jet, uh, the New York Giants, to see if they can come to an agreement. And it came out that he left, uh, he left the meeting on his own terms. He excused himself from the room and he went to the bathroom and came out. And his agent reported that he was on FaceTime with. Uh, the general manager from the Ravens. So we might see him go and help out Lamar Jackson, which will be fantastic. I just think that's a hilarious story to be honest. Yeah. So hopefully Kenny Galladay can get signed. We'll probably, he'll probably get signed after we upload this episode, unfortunately, but uh, we'll definitely talk about it when the time comes.
0: Yeah. One more thing. Uh, I talked about this earlier. I don't know. I'm a huge Daniel Jones hater. I think as long as he's there, no one's going to want to play for them now. I hate to say it, Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. Honestly, I don't ever really see him being that good of a backup either.
1: And everybody gave them uh, the Giants flack for trading up and getting Daniel Jones. And at this point it's rightfully so. Um, they got rid of Eli Manning and instead of evaluating a quarterback and seeing what they wanted to grab, cause there they could have got any other quarterback, to be honest, there was, mm-hmm. I think a one or two left that they could have gotten over Daniel Jones. Uh, that class wasn't really strong. I mean, it had Sam Darnold. It, it just wasn't, just wasn't anything to die over, but Daniel Jones averages one and a half a little under a half turnovers per game whether it's a fumble or an interception It's just it's just not there for Daniel Jones, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, he has more turnovers and games played in the NFL um He's had chances. This is his Second season. I believe It's going to be his third, yeah, yeah, his yeah, third season this upcoming, year yeah. And I don't know. I just don't like Daniel Jones. I feel like
1: yeah, like I was going off of earlier um they just went out and grabbed the quarterback most... Like Eli Manning. Most like Eli Manning. He's slow. I mean, he's tall. He's got a little bit of an arm. Um, it's just it's just not a good thing having him in New York, if I'm being Definitely honest. Definitely not,
0: especially if players aren't like even going to want to go there because of him. I, I bet that's what it is. I mean, if you're a wide receiver, you want a good quarterback, and Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. We saw him choke a lot of games this season. Yeah, you hate to see it, and you hate to say it,
1: but Daniel Jones needs to go, and they need... Hopefully this next year they should have done it this year, but hopefully this next year they could shop for quarterback.
0: Yep So for this week's weird stats segment, I got a few for you guys So the first one just kind of like honoring Drew Brees Uh, Drew Brees has four out of the five of the highest completion percentage in in a single season in NFL history Uh, He has the first second third and fifth spot. The fourth spot is uh, Sam Bradford Uh, this really goes to show how how accurate and how good of a, like, quarterback Drew Brees really was. Uh, having that stat, like, having those stats is just insane. Um, So going over to Watson now, uh, these are the most passing touchdowns by a quarterback with a 100-plus passer rating in their first season, first four seasons. Patrick Mahomes is first at 114. Russell Wilson is second at 106, and Deshaun Watson is third at 104. So a lot of people are kind of like – On Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, I see people always talking about how Deshaun Watson is kind of like not worth all this hype that he's been getting. But at the same time, like, you got to think he's been able to put up these amazing numbers and he carries his team. I mean, this season, I think he was the most sacked quarterback in the league and he still was able to lead the league in uh, passing yards. And he had a good season, honestly, just his team let him down. So Watson is really an incredible quarterback. Um, And then finally, yeah, this one just like... This is definitely the weirdest uh, stat of this segment this week. Uh, Cam Newton has 70 career rushing touchdowns, and that's more than Mark Ingram, who is a great running back, by the way. And they are both drafted in the same exact year. Uh, people have often really talked about Lamar Jackson being, like, one of the first, like, pure running back quarterback uh, duos. But honestly, I say Cam Newton.
1: Yeah, definitely Cam Newton. Uh, like, that. Uh, I mean, in my opinion... Um... Michael Vick was crazy.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Michael Vick was crazy. And I think Lamar Jackson shows shades of Michael Vick, but Cam Newton was something different just because of his, like, immense stature. He was tall. He could take a hit. And, like, that su- those Superman Cam days were no joke.
0: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Honestly, if Cam Newton would have stayed healthy, I think he'd be a top quarterback in the league right now. And just between those injuries and losing that Super Bowl, I feel like losing a Super Bowl, especially when – you were in it can really hurt a quarterback's, like, morale, and I don't know. I hope that this is a bounce-back year for Cam. I hope that Watson gets all the stuff situated and he gets to a new team, and I wish Jubries the best luck in retirement.
1: So last week, we went over my
0: mock draft, and Jake is here to bring you his top 10 selections.
1: Go ahead and take the stage.
0: Yeah, I'm only going to do my top 10 this week just because, honestly, I share a lot of the same picks with Benny for uh, 11 through 32, so let's get right into it. So uh, first, honestly, it's pretty... It's pretty obvious he's going to go first. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to go to the Jaguars. Uh, I think he's going to fit their scheme well. Urban Meyer spoke out about it. He says he likes uh, Trevor Lawrence's play style a lot. So I see that happening. Uh, Second overall, I have Justin Fields going to the Jets now. Uh, Sam Darnold is not going to be a Jet next year. Um, He's going to get traded or something's going to happen. He's not a good fit for them. I've talked about it before. So that's why I have uh, Justin Fields going second. He's a really young, talented guy. And I think that he could be the answer for the Jets, especially the new head coach. Uh, They're in that rebuild stage. It'll be a perfect opportunity to get someone like him. And then for my third pick, uh, I have the Dolphins getting Devontae Smith now. Devontae Smith is a Heisman Heisman winning uh, wide receiver. And I talked about this earlier. The Dolphins are literally just a wide receiver and a running back away from being a good team. And if they can secure Devontae Smith as as the uh, third overall pick for their team, that's going to be huge. I mean he's a Heisman winning wide receiver. Not often do we have those in college football. And I think be, he'll be a really good fit with Tua and all of that. So that's why i am going third. And then uh, for my fourth pick, I have the Falcons uh, drafting Zach Wilson. Uh, let's face it. Matt Ryan is getting old. Uh, Zach Ryan or Zach Wilson would be a pretty good replacement for him. I see. Honestly, I watched some film of his and I could see him fitting the scheme. Well, uh, I've heard nothing but good things about him. Some people don't think that it's gonna be really smart for the Falcons to draft a quarterback, but they need to start focusing on that now because Matt Ryan is getting old and they're gonna have to enter that rebuild stage. Now, for my fifth spot, uh, the Bengals, I have them drafting uh, Rashawn Slater. Uh, We saw last season, their O-line was awful. Joe Burrow tore his ACL. He got really hurt just because they can't protect him. Uh, Heck, I was playing Madden with Benny earlier, and uh, I was on him the whole entire time. So, the Bengals need an O-line, and I think Rashawn Slater is a good fit. He's a big guy. Uh, He was great in college. I could see those skills transferring to the NFL perfectly. Then for the Eagles, I have the main Jamar Chase. Yeah, a uh, wide receiver out from LSU. I think he'd be a great fit over there. Again, the Eagles don't have any good wide receivers, really. Uh, they, they've bust – I mean, they could have gotten DK Metcalf. They could have gotten uh, Justin Jefferson, but instead they get all these – they get really bad uh, – wide receivers instead so I think this is their year where they could finally redeem themselves uh Jamar Chase is a solid wide receiver he was great at LSU uh him and Burrow they had a really good connection so I, I could see him being a good fit for Jalen Hurts I mean that could be a potential uh really good fit for them then for the seventh spot I have uh, Caleb Farley going to the Lions uh they need a good cornerback which Caleb Farley is probably one of the best cornerbacks in this draft class. And I could just see him fitting the scheme pretty well. Uh, so that'd be pretty big for them, especially because their offense, it's not far away from being a good offense, but their defense is horrible and cornerback is where they really struggle. So that'd be a huge advantage for them. Then uh, for my uh, ninth or sorry, eighth pick, I have the Panthers getting a Trey Lance. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was not that great of a quarterback uh and this draft class is filled with really good quarterbacks as i said justin fields trevor lawrence uh zach wilson now trey lance i have four quarter quarterback or five five quarterbacks going in the first 10 picks so i think that the panthers need to really focus on replacing teddy bridgewater because teddy bridgewater is kind of like a bridge quarterback he didn't really i don't see him being a long-term quarterback for them so that's why i have him going uh eighth and then for ninth i was kind of on the fence about this one uh I decided the Broncos, a good fit for them would be uh, Mac Jones. I think Benny kind of agrees with this. We talked about it earlier, honestly. Uh, Drew Locke, not the answer. The Broncos have struggled with quarterbacks ever since Peyton Manning left, so that's why I think they need to focus on a new quarterback and they need to stick with him. Uh, I think Mac Jones can have potential to be a franchise quarterback, which the Broncos are in dire need of. So... Mac Jones would be a good fit in Denver. I think that he would fit their scheme pretty well. And that's what I've going ninth. And for my last pick, for my 10th pick, I have the Cowboys uh, drafting Pat, uh, Patrick certain. Uh, another cornerback, uh, the Cowboys kind of have a lacking cornerback area. Re- receivers getting burnt every er receivers are burning their corners every single game. So I just think it would make the most sense to draft a cornerback. I mean, their offense is stacked. They have great receiver room, Dak Prescott's back. O-line's gonna be fixed with injuries and they have Zeke and uh Pollard. So that they have a good offense. They just need to focus on defense right now because last year they were awful. So Getting Patrick Certain at cornerback will really solve a lot of problems. Sure, he's a rookie, but I think that it'll solve it'll, it'll be a good pickup for them. Oh that's my first 10 that's my first 10 draft picks, and the rest of them are kinda similar to Benny's. And with all that news, that concludes episode three of Jake and Benny's Backyard Football.
1: We had a lot of news to cover, and thank you for sitting through it. Um, so much happened and hopefully we've got even more news to cover next week Uh, don't forget to follow our social medias our twitter is jake and benny fb our instagram is backyard football podcast and you can find us on facebook as jake and benny's backyard football thank you for listening everyone and have a wonderful week